Bill, we got you all set here. Um, three and zero, and a um, a terrific start to the season. I do want to start with something I know that you have um, kind of avoided. You don't want to talk much about it. The only thing I would say about the Antonio Brown situation is you obviously brought him in, thought he could, as you always say, help your football team. The way it ended, are you disappointed in the, in the fact that it did not work out? Yeah, well, I appreciate the fact, Glenn, that, that you want to ask those questions. You're and, welcome, uh, Bill. <laughs> uh, but really, we've moved on. Uh, we released a statement about it. It didn't work out and uh, you know, moved on the game against the Jets, and now we're on to Buffalo. So uh, that's really where my attention and focus is going forward. I'm sure you'll appreciate my question, too, then. Um, do you have any regrets in signing this guy in the first place? Yeah, I think we just talked about that, Lou. I, but I do appreciate you asking the question. I'm sure you got a lot more of them. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. So accommodating. Well, I guess I should go now, too, so we should all get the same treatment. Uh, was it difficult? Was it harder for you guys to run the offense that you expected, uh, knowing that you practiced with them all week and then you didn't have them out there for Sunday? Yeah, well, look, that's, as you know, Christian, that's part of the game. Things can happen sometimes in the game on the first, second play of the game, whatever it is. So um, you always have to prepare for contingencies, and you know, I thought our team did a good job of that. But you appreciate my question. Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we get the stare today. All right. Uh, you're 3-0, and the uh, defense has been dominating to this point. We've seen some good defenses with this team in the past, but this one seems – a lot different is it is it different i know it's only three games and i but is it different to you in that you seem to have strength at every level of that defense and they all seem to be so cohesive playing together yeah i think our our players have done a good job of communicating and working together um in different combinations whether it's in the run front or run force or pass coverage or pass rush or whatever it happens to be so um we have a lot of smart guys they're good communicators they're very instinctive players and um, you know, they alert each other to things, communicate things, and I think they've worked well together. You know, I think people watch watch the team and the last, especially the last three games, and they just I think they think it's really easy to go out there and put you know thirty or thirty seven on some of these teams. And I would say, you know, for me looking at it, I would say it's I would be more proud of this win with the fact offensively how I feel like how limited you guys were at the receiver position, the tight end position, the fullback position. Um, was it harder for you guys to game plan knowing that you had a limited options based on bodies, availability? Or did you guys have to scrap some of your plays and still get through that game knowing that you couldn't, didn't have everybody on the field? Yeah, well, it's, it was pretty much the same group we played Pittsburgh with. Uh, you know, Lacoste didn't play in the Pittsburgh game. He was active, but he didn't play. And, uh, of course, James White missed because of the uh, you know, situation that he had. No, Harris took his spot. Uh, but Bolden played more. Um, so, obviously, you know, James White wasn't there, but that's, you know, and then uh, James Devlin, I don't know if this would have been a, you know, how much that fullback would have been a part of this game plan. Even with, um, and, with but, uh, yeah. you know, Edelman getting hurt and then missing the game and then. Well, but Edelman was there, yeah. I mean, he played half the game. He played the Pittsburgh game. Gordon played the Pittsburgh game. Dorsett played the Pittsburgh game. So, you know, we had a lot of the same people that we had two weeks ago. And what is it about with you guys and babies? I don't know. I'll see the water. Did you yeah. find out? Where is anybody else expecting it, Yeah, did you know? Is there another one in the pipeline? Brady's not having yeah. another kid, is he? <laughs> yeah. It's been uh, some post-Super Bowl celebrations. Yeah, right? Yes, they're really... They're, did he have his... Did, did they, uh, is there a celebration in the works? Is the baby... Has the baby arrived? 
Yeah, we've added yeah. to the roster. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, we've added to our roster. Yeah, Shalik and James this week, so yeah, we're really we're, we're pumping them out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Josh Gordon, um, you know, the first quarter, we were just talking about, I think, one catch on five targets, but in and out with the injuries, a lot of people saying that this was like his big moment, right, for the Patriots. Played through a lot of injuries, bodies down. Um, just what he brought to that team in that second half, knowing a guy like Julian was out, he's dealing with a lot of things. Was that a big moment for Josh in, on your team? Yeah, I, thought, I think Josh had a consistent um, year for us. Uh, started late, you know, mid-August, but uh, you know he's been pretty consistent uh, on a daily basis, and and in the games that he's played in from the Giants preseason game, uh, you know, through the three regular season games. So, um, you know, just going out there every day, working on his timing, working on his individual fundamentals, um, in-game conditioning, and so forth. I thought that showed up uh, the last couple weeks. Uh, that you know we played, it was hot in Miami, and it was. Uh, challenging yesterday with the heat and number number of snaps and so forth, but you know he's uh, he's doing a good job. Stephen Kostowski missed the first uh, point after attempt, and then the second one was just inside the uh, right uh, uprights. I know last week we talked about this with Miami, and he's had some difficulty for some reason down there in Miami. Um, is it part of the operation? Is that because uh, Bailey is now is he's in there holding? Does that have anything to do with it? Just seems like he's having he's just not the same guy right now. Kicking the uh, a point after a field goals. Yeah, honestly, I think Steve said the ball well. Um, you know, watch him every day in practice, uh, kickoffs. Uh, he's at the ball extremely well all year. Um, you know, had a couple that I'm sure he'd like to have back that um, I think he'll he'll make going forward. So. Um, and hopefully that'll be the case. But I, I think overall his consistency and the operation um, and his accuracy has been – it's really been good. Uh, I, I understand we've had a couple of missed kicks in yeah. games. I see that. But, you know, on a day-to-day basis, you just don't you don't see that very often. So, so you're not worried about it? Well, I mean, look, we all, we all have to perform well in game situations. That's what we're – that's what our job is. But, again, I would say on a day-to-day basis. And other than the one kick yesterday, uh, again, his kickoffs were – have been much more consistent than they were last year, and I uh, thought his other kicks were good. So, you know, Steve's a professional; he works very hard at it. Um, I think we have a good operation with Joe and Jake, and uh, hopefully, we'll hit him going forward. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think we were all surprised when Stidham got in the game, especially after uh, the game against Miami when you guys had a huge lead. Brady stayed in the game, and you have less of a lead against um, um, the Jets. Jets. And he goes into the game. What went into that process, thought process, to, to play him in the game? Yeah, there's a lot of circumstances involved there. Uh, but, you know, in the end, we, you know, we had a, a couple of turnovers that resulted in, uh, you know, two scores um, for the Jets. And, you know, turnovers are, we know how costly they are, and we just can't afford those. So it's got to do a better job. Got to coach better and play better and avoid those. Did he know he was going to get a shot if the, if there was a, if the lead was – Big enough? Yeah, I don't think we've ever talked about that, Christian, in the history of my coaching. Just career. be ready when you don't know? Yeah, like this is what we're going to do when we're at, I mean. When we're up 30? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You tell me when we've had that conversation. Um, can I get back to you on it? Yeah, <laughs> never. So um, Matthew Slater's always has an impact on you know special teams, but that that play in the fourth quarter was that one of the best plays you've seen? Yeah, that was a great from play. him. I mean, catching the ball out of midair over his shoulder and tapping it back in, in the, keeping it in the field of play it was a tremendous play. It, look, it's hard to catch punts when you're standing underneath them catching them, and to be running full speed, turn around, find the ball, and and be able to locate it and stay out of the end zone and keep the ball in the field of play it was a tremendous play. 
Well, when you when you think about special teams players like um, um, like Slater, is there a place for guys like them? And let's just say in the Hall of Fame discussion, because we were talking about it after the game, and Steve Tasker comes up. You have your punters like Ray Guy that get a lot of attention. But how hard is it, is it for guys like Steve Tasker, who Jim Kelly says probably deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and the other guys like Slater who are usually gunners on the kickoffer team, uh, you know, punt team, that maybe don't get as much, I guess, notoriety, but are definitely making a difference? Yeah, no, I think that's a great question, uh, Christian. Unlike some of the other ones you've asked, uh, that was a good one. You know what? You didn't like that one <laughs> well, about like that. Did he get? Why didn't you get in the game? Um, <laughs> but yeah, there really is no criteria um, in the Hall of Fame selection that I'm aware of. Uh, you have to do this, or you have to have done that, or whatever. So it's just if the voters vote you in, you're in. If they don't, you don't. Do you think? Do you think? Um, I in think your you lifetime. Make you think? Ar- I don't know. You can make an argument for it, but you'd have to ask the people who are voting on that. You know, that's that's a different. That's you know whether they would vote for it or not. I don't know. Ask ask people that are on that panel. All right. So you've uh, already looked at the film of every one of these games. I circle back to Jamie Collins because in three games he is just playing off the charts. He just seems to be everywhere. Yet he seems to be totally under control. Uh, am I missing something? What are you seeing on on video? Is this just an exceptional player that's playing at a really high level now? Yeah, Jamie's been very productive for us. Um, Kenny's a, a versatile player. He's got a great skill set, and he's very instinctive. He finds the ball and and um, and makes a lot of impact plays, whether it's rushing the pass or defending the pass, um, playing his responsibility in the run or um, making a negative play through the line of scrimmage in the running game. He's been there all that play in the punt team yesterday. Uh, stepped up. That was a big um in a big situation for all of us, um, you know, we had several guys, you know, linebackers playing on the punt team. Bentley moving to PP with Nate out. We had to move some pieces around. So uh, Jamie's been a very dependable, consistent, and, uh, you know, great player for us, uh, you know, all year. I mean, since he got here in, in uh, whatever it was, April. You know, in the past we've talked about rushing the quarterback. A lot of people have criticized the Patriots' defense. They don't rush the quarterback an awful lot. There seems to be a much different approach this year. Is it because of the personnel? Because you guys are just attacking the quarterback on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, again, some of that depends on the situation, Glenn, as you know, you know. But we've been fortunate. We've been ahead in a couple games, and that's, you know, changed the, um, you know, it's, it's made it a one-dimensional game. Yeah, what you uh, lose. So that's a little bit different than, uh, so. You know, each game has its own dynamics, has its own game plan, has its own matchup. So, um, you know, we'll just see how it goes from game to game. Coach, you've had some you know great cornerbacks here in New England. Obviously, Hall of Famer Ty Law, probably future Hall of Famer Darrell Revis. Is it fair to put Stephon Gilmore in that class with the way he's playing the last couple of years for you? Yeah, Steph's a good, very good player, and uh, he can match up against really just about any any receiver. Uh, fast guys, quick guys, big guys, uh, guys that play inside, guys that play outside. Um, he's got a great skill set. He's very focused. He has great concentration. Um, you know, like Revis did. You know, Revis could really lock in and and just you know press a guy and get his hands on him and and you know be very competitive on routes. So it's a little bit of a similar style of play. But stuff's long. And uh, I thought the play he made yesterday was a was a great play. Um, it was right in front of me. I, I think. I just think he landed out of bounds on the catch. That was a very close play, but just his ability to turn, adjust, catch the ball, and um, you know, be very close to being in bounds. I thought that was you know an outstanding play. And 
He's had a lot of them. That was a good one. Is he more in the Revis category as far as trash talk? Because I know Ty Law and the keep to leave. Those guys couldn't be quiet, but this guy seems pretty quiet for that position. Usually they talk trash. Uh, I think quiet is an adjective you could use for stuff, yes. Yeah. Not like yeah, some other guys around the league. Well, he's not snatching chains off people's well, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, uh, you know, so so um during the telecast they were talking about how Brady's play selection like he likes to grade out his plays, uh, the options that he has, and whether he likes them or not. And if he gives them, a, it has to be like a seven or higher. And if it isn't, then he doesn't want him in there. Are you ever involved in, you know, what plays are best? Or, or and if you are, has there ever been a situation where Brady loved the play and you hated it, and you guys had to have a, I guess, a debate on whether or not it should work or, or they should keep it in or not? First of all, I'm not familiar with anything you're talking about there. Well, you didn't watch I mean, the game, so, so that's yeah, that's so why it was all, it was during the that. telecast. Yeah, but uh, look, uh, absolutely. When you go through the game plan with your quarterback, if there's a play that he's not comfortable with, like we have, it's not like we just have three plays. So, and we're down down to two. You know, we have a lot of options. And so, if there's a play that the quarterback doesn't like, um, then we find another play. That's easy. Um, sometimes they'll question it, and um, and you'll go over it with them, whether it's Tom or whoever it is, and go over it with them and say, well, "Look, here's what we're trying to do," or it's just really just for this situation. Maybe he's concerned about another situation, and you, you would say, yeah, I would be concerned about that too. That's really not when we'd be looking to call it. Here's when we're looking to call it. Oh, okay, I, that makes sense. Or or maybe it's just I just don't feel comfortable with that play. No problem. Get rid of it. Yeah, absolutely. And vice versa. There's plenty of times when we run plays uh, on Thursday or Friday practice, Saturday, come in there and say, you know, we're not we're, – this just – we're just not going to do it this week. There's too many – this doesn't look good, or hey, we if they do this and it's just too hard, let's let's concentrate on something else. So, uh, you know, you've seen us do that before. That's not uncommon at all. In fact, it's common. Same thing on defense. Yeah, there's some at the end of the week that we don't think looks good, or the players say, "Hey, coach, we just you know, I'm not sure about this one. It's too much communication. I'm not sure if we have this. Great, get rid of it. You know, we'll call something else. Let's call something we're confident in." Gunnar Olszewski has been very good so far this year. Young player, obviously, getting his first uh, NFL play. Muffed up a punt return yesterday. Okay, It turned into a, uh, a touchdown. You put him right back out there. Got an 11-yard return the next time uh, out there. Now, I know the score was still, you know, you had a big, sizable lead. But what goes into the mindset of what, whether you get him back out there or whether you use somebody else that you can depend on their good hands? Yeah, well, I feel like uh, Gunner has good hands, and he's handled the ball very well for us. Um, uh, so, you know, we'll we, – I mean, look, we can't afford too many of those at any position, but, you know, I have confidence in him. I think the entire team does, and, and he's handled the ball well for us in practice uh, in the preseason games and the regular season games. So, um, you know, look, we're all going to have those plays, and hopefully we can get past it and move on. You guys have gone up against Le'Veon Bell a lot in the past, and you guys really you see didn't do much. I don't know, it's eighteen carries, thirty-five yards. Is it when you go up against a guy like that? Is it just discipline for your defenders? Because it seems like he just stops, and and the guy's got to stay, you know, where they're supposed to be. Well, he only slows down if there's no hole. If there's any place to go through, he's he's through it. Um, you know, I thought the the run he had uh, on the little check down. Uh, catch out in the flat, kind of in front of our bench. Um, we had three or four guys hit him. He has great balance. Was able to, you know, stay spin on contact, stay up, spun on contact, and you know, picked up a couple extra yards. And um, so, you know, he he's a great back, and he's very very good in all situations, close quarters, tough yards. Uh, the fourth and one he picked up against uh, Buffalo in the opener was a 
you know, it was a great run. Um, probably as good a one-yard run as you're going to see. So I think he can he can do it all. It takes team defense and good tackling. And, um, you know, it was, he's a challenge. You know, I'm going to do the question of the week, but real quick, Buffalo, since you guys are playing them, they're 3-0, you're 3-0. What's been the biggest change that you've seen from this team as opposed to last year, especially, specifically, Josh Allen? You st- ran a lot this year, maybe not so much. Oh, he ran last year, too. No, I know last year he ran a lot. Yeah, he's run this year too. He's made a lot of plays with his legs, not just running, but also. But design running. runs or scrambles. Both. Yeah. Yeah, both. Uh, they run some quarterback sneaks with him, quarterback draws, um, and he can he can gain a lot. Of, he's a running back. If he gets out in space, he's a running back. He's not. Uh, he's not a quarterback out there. He's a hard guy to tackle. He's fast and he's he's very strong. So, um, you know, he's a big challenge. Uh, look, they've won three close games. You know, they've played well under pressure. Um, you know, that's that's a mark of a good team that has a lot of poise and. And uh, presents. All right, well, let me see if I can do a better job with this question since I screwed up the other ones. Uh, so, driver of the week, what do you think? What was your? I mean, maybe it's maybe it's not the the best one. Which one did you enjoy the most? First three well, possessions, you guys thought, scored. Yeah, well, I thought the first drive was you know it was a good drive. And Started the, the ten, the field yeah. and, You know, that's right. It's a ninety yarder. Started off with a good catch and run play by Bolden. You know, broke a couple tackles and and uh, Julian did the same thing. And uh, we hit the hit the pass to uh, Izzo on third down uh, on play action. thought Ryan made a good run, you know, gained some yards in the open field and, and uh, you know, finished the run, kind of ran over May. So, um, and we got the ball in the end zone on the sweep to Sony. So that was a good good drive that, um, you know, we moved the ball on and gave us the lead and uh, we were able to play good defense, get the ball back, do it again. You know, we had three scores there with playing good complementary football. Good good field position, um, deep stops and you know, offensive finishing drives in the end zone. So that was a good start to the game. But that first drive was big. That's it. Oh, that's it. Right, no, you want to do it one, one more thing on Buffalo, because you talked about the offense. Defensively, <laughs> defensively. <laughs> you wouldn't know whether you did it again. Uh, defensively, they uh, seem to offer a, a challenge for you, especially what we've been talking about with the offensive line, using some different bodies up there. They're very good defensively, and they, they've always given us problems on defense. Um, there have been times where we've moved the ball but still haven't been able to score a lot of points. They're a good red area defense. They're very good situational defense. Um, you know, They have a good mixture of pressure and zone and man-to-man coverage uh, with very good players. Uh, they can rush. They can cover. They can run and tackle. Um, so I think they've really improved their defense each year uh, with you know new players and, and continuity with the players that they've kept. Uh, so... Uh, this, you know, they, they've always given us trouble defensively. How crazy is that place when the uh, bus rolls in up there in Buffalo? A little crazy. Yeah, we get, we get a real nice greeting from the Buffalo fans. <laughs> <laughs> Bills, happy to see Bills us. Mafia. Yeah, from, from about two miles away, it starts. <laughs> I can imagine. It's a long way before you even get into the park a lot before they they start greeting us. So I don't know. It's kind of like that in Route One though. When I was couple of years when I wasn't coaching with the Patriots and we came in here that was you know it's quite a welcome you get there coming down route one the animals in Foxborough yeah (laughs) our conversation with the coach brought to you by Putnam Investments Putnam Investments and the New England Patriots proud partners committed to an active game plan on and off the field all right coach congratulations three and oh we'll see you next week after the Buffalo game okay appreciate it Glenn Christian Lou thank you you got it Bill Belichick joining us right here on OMF